0: Hello, welcome to the third episode of Inside the Brain Of, where I'll interview a manual therapist to get inside their brain and try to understand their approach to patient or client management. My name is Eric Nelson, and I'm a board-certified sports chiropractor and neurokinetic therapy instructor. This podcast is dedicated to helping manual therapists to better incorporate NKT concepts and ideas into their practice. If you're listening and you're not an NKT provider, hopefully this podcast will give you some insight as to what NKT is and how you can utilize it to help your patients or clients. Neurokinetic therapy was developed by David Weinstock over the past 30 years. David is a body worker from California, and he's put together an incredible technique that helps you break down patients' faulty movement patterns, muscle Im- muscle imbalances, and determining specific... What- what muscles aren't firing properly, and which muscles are compensating for them. From this information, you can then determine which muscles require manual therapy and which muscles need corrective exercises. By performing the right treatment and corrective exercise program, your patients can change their motor control center and reset their faulty movement patterns. The goal is to stop treating symptoms and start treating causes. We now have over 1,000 NKT providers all over the world. It's becoming a very popular technique. In fact, Dr. Kathy Dooley, one of our instructors, just got back from teaching in London, and next month she's headed to Australia and then Israel. So we're branching out all over the place. Uh, If you're interested in finding out about NKT courses, you can check out the website, neurokinetictherapy.com, and look under the Seminars tab. If you're interested in in bringing us to you and setting up a class, um, we'd be more than interested in entertaining that thought. So feel free to to send us an email at the website, at the contact information on the website, and we can talk a little bit more. And Speaking about classes, one thing we're trying to do is, if you look at the schedule, we do have a a very busy schedule uh, teaching a lot of Level 1 classes. There's a couple Level 2 classes sprinkled in there, uh, but in general it's mostly Level 1. Um, And while we have over 1,000 providers, many many people haven't um, taken the Level 1 certification class. And the reality is in order for us to teach a Level 2 class is we need you to be certified to take that class. So uh, I'm not quite sure what the holdup is, but the reality is the Level 1 certification test is not really that difficult. We just really want to make sure that you have a basic understanding of how to do the tests, what NKT is, and some basic concepts. In fact, it's usually an educational experience when you do the certification, whether it's live or, or via Skype, um, we'll go through a patient case with you. You'll have a patient with you, and we'll just you know, have you see how you work up that case. We might ask you a couple questions, we might ask to see a couple different tests, and we might ask to see a couple different concepts. But no means is it an impossible test to pass. In fact, uh, pretty much everyone that takes the pa- test will pass. Um, but really, there's no reason to delay. Just make sure you know the test. If you have any questions, feel free to contact any of the instructors, uh, and we'll be more than happy to, um, to give you some help. In fact, uh, uh, Perry, uh, Dr. Perry Nicholson, one of our instructors, he just posted on the scholars page a, um, a, a little guideline on to how to uh, prepare for the test. So make sure you check that out as well. Now a big rule that we live by in NKT is that there are no absolutes, and that anything is almost po- that almost anything is possible. Uh, we see a lot of interesting cases, and you probably see a lot of interesting posts on Facebook. Um, and the reality is, uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, a lot of people, you know, laugh and, and say it's magic, and the, the reality is, it's not. It's not magic. It's it's functional anatomy. It's neuroscience. It's motor control theory. Um, it 's all right there in front of you. The more you know, the easier you 'll be able to help your patient. And sometimes you look like a magician, but the reality is it 's it's, it's the anatomy and the movement is right in front of you. Um, one thing that I, I will say that is an absolute is that since i 've been using uh, NKT, my practice has improved amazingly. My results have improved dramatically, and as a result, my practice is busier than ever. Plus, I enjoy going to work every day as every patient a new challenge uh, every patient brings a new challenge. In addition, my desire to learn has grown tremendously. Every night I try to read or watch something that'll expand my knowledge base. In fact, uh, last night I was watching uh, Perry's uh, spree cast that he did for his level two class, which basically he went through a couple different patients with some level two concepts. And I got a lot of nuggets out of that one. In fact, I had a pelvic floor patient today that I used some of those concepts that he was teaching. Uh, So I'm always trying to learn more stuff. You know, another thing that I really like about NKT is that there's a diverse group of practitioners using this technique. Uh, We have chiropractors, physical therapists, massage therapists, medical doctors, osteopaths, strength and conditioning coaches, personal trainers, athletic trainers, kettlebell instructors, yoga teachers, Pilates instructors, acupuncturists, and I'm sure there's others. And each practitioner brings an incredible knowledge base to the technique, and as such, each person has a somewhat unique approach to how they treat their patients. You can find some of these patients, some of these people, on the NKT Scholars Facebook page. This is a private page for all the students that have taken a Level 1 NKT class. And as a result of this page, there are some incredible collaborations and teaching lessons that occur every day. I know personally I use something pretty much every day when I read that, e- even from some of the new students when they post their cases. I mean, you definitely get in a little different perspective when you read some of these things. Uh, and when you join the the scholars page, uh, remember, you have to have taken a level one class first, you learn pretty quickly who the more experienced practitioners are. And I know that when I have questions, I seek these people out. And this is the exact reason I decided to develop this podcast. I figured that if I have questions, I'm sure that there's others that, that have them as well, so I might as well share that knowledge with anyone who might be interested. In my first podcast, I interviewed the brilliant Thomas Wells, which, And he provided some incredible clinical nuggets. In fact, over the past few weeks, Thomas has been posting what he calls pro tips on the scholars page. These clinical pearls have helped me and others tremendously. If you haven't checked them out, I I highly recommend that you do. In 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 my second podcast, I interviewed the one and only Dr. Perry Nicholson uh, of Stop Chasing Pain, and he's an NKT instructor. He's an amazing teacher, and his passion is absolutely contagious. Not only does he teach NKT, he teaches for rock tape, he teaches for a laser company, he has his own seminars out there, and recently, as I mentioned before, he started doing live spreecasts for NKT providers. Level 1, level 1, level 2 reviews. Uh, The guy's an absolute machine and and just so passionate about how he teaches. You can't help but be inspired um, by um, listening to him. So I'm really excited about my guest tonight uh, because a question that is common on the scholars page is is how do I incorporate NKT into my practice? Uh, I'm a chiropractor, and for me it was, it was pretty easy. Uh, but one thing I noticed for massage therapists and even physical therapists, it could be a little tricky. Now, down the line I'll probably talk to a physical therapist uh, and, and find out uh, how they incorporate it into their practice, but tonight we're going to talk about integrating NKT into a massage therapy practice. Now my guest tonight is a massage therapist from Chicago. In fact, she was one of the first NKT practitioners in the Chicago area. In addition, she was one of the first people to reach out to me when I was named an NKT instructor. From our first conversation and reading her posts on Facebook, I could tell that she has a great passion for NKT. I've watched her grow tremendously over the past year, and I'm very impressed with her initiative and desire to help others learn NKT. So tonight, I'm very excited to get inside the brain of Marissa Macias. Hey, Marissa, how you doing?
1: Hi, Eric. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for joining me. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be excited to hear your viewpoint on on patient management and especially how you integrate NKT into your work so let's get started by um, talking a little bit about your background uh, how long have you been a massage therapist where'd you go to school you know that kind of stuff why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um let's see I've, I'm in my 11th year of practice I went to a massage therapy only school called Northern Prairie in Sycamore Illinois Um. Was a one-year full-time school, and it was actually at a time when Illinois was not yet licensed. Um, Anybody could practice massage and you know put their shingle out and call themselves a massage therapist. But um, I'm slightly type A, so I wanted to do it right and go to school. So I graduated as a certified massage therapist, and within I believe it was two years of graduating, um, Illinois finally came through and became a licensed state which was kind of great uh,
0: that's 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 a good step now does, I'm just curious so While you're talking about being licensed does health insurance pay for massage in in, in Illinois
1: new no. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, some no some health insurance companies will um, see that's that's so sticky so tricky um, we are actually in Illinois we are not regulated by the health board we are regulated by um, the Illinois Department of—I don't know if it's financial and professional regulations or it's reversed—but um, so so we're licensed professionals, but we're not regulated by any kind of health board.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I know in New Jersey, which is where I'm at, um, they've wor- they've worked really hard to develop a board. And um, they, they've got that process going, and, and licensure is going. I'm not sure where they are with that. I think they have that going on now. And, and health insurance is starting to um, to, uh, to to reimburse for massage, although the massage therapists mm-hmm. I know, they don't really want to deal with the insurance <laughs> company. It's like pulling teeth to get reimbursement. But that being said, exactly. in, Flor- in Florida where I grew up, uh, I know it's licensed and regulated, and insurance companies pay pretty well. And I know my chiropractor, growing up, he's always had like four or five massage therapists on staff all the time, and it's pretty interesting setup there. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so but I guess what you're going through is what similar to what we're doing in New Jersey here. So um, yeah. a very common question that comes up whenever, and I, I definitely notice this whenever a new group of level one students join the Scholars page. Is is how does a massage therapist integrate NKT with their practice? You know, I, I've talked to a few, and it, it seems that at some point, massage therapists have this moment of clarity when they realize that they really want to work and help pe- get people better, and use NKT on a whole different level than just kind of giving someone a, a you know a relaxing or a stress relieving massage. So, what mm-hmm. I'm really interested in finding out from you is how do you NK, how do you integrate NKT in your practice? Or how did you you know, how did you start? Why don't you give us your little story of finding out about NKT and and really um you know share with us that whole process that you went through? Sure.
1: Um Actually, I met David because he friended me on Facebook and then sent me a private message saying, like my page. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, who is this guy? <laughs> so I looked him up and looked at his background, and I was like, all right. So I started learning a little bit that way. And, of course, as so many of us are, since uh, Perry is still out there on social media, I had been familiar with Stop Chasing Pain, so I knew a little bit about it. Um, I had always gravitated towards more quote-unquote clinical-style massage anyway, um, you know, the sports aspect of it. I'm trained in myoskeletal alignment technique, myofascial therapy, or, you know, myofascial release, whatever you want to call it, um, neuromuscular therapy, um, so on and so forth. You know, so I always gravitated towards more things like that, where I, I was feeling like I was being more um, clinical orthopedic-style uh, work. Um And then funny enough, I ended up moving and was presented with an opportunity to open up my own space, but it was inside the salon. And that was basically a culture shock for me because here I am saying, you know, I'm going to check your hip alignment and (laughs) do this and that. And I've got these people saying, well, I just want to relax. I just, I just need to chill out. I, I want deep tissue. And, uh, I was kind of like, all right, well, that's that's interesting. So I had to evolve, evolve a little bit that way in order to grow a practice. And I would still have people come in looking for more orthopedic-style stuff, and that was great. Um, so basically what happened is I was always gravitating towards that type of work anyway, and then when I took NKT, um, it was so amusing because there's, there's a few of us, when we TA together, you know, we're very holding firm in the paradigm busting. I mean, we just after that first night was one of those things where we went home or back to the hotel, wherever we had to go, and said, "I'm the worst therapist in the world. I've been doing nothing but harming my clients for years." You know, don't um, don't poke for no reason, and you know, always have a purpose, and um, you know, things like that. And it, it really it really hit home, and NKT was actually the very first therapy that I learned that I immediately started applying. I mean, I didn't feel like I I wanted to practice, 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 which, of course, you end up doing anyway, but I wanted to dig right in and start. And um, so, of course, I I had my, I ended up years later, actually, um, prior to NKT, I ended up opening a larger practice and it had grown and grown and grown and grown um so i've I've had quite a few regulars over the past couple years that were willing to let me try out whatever i wanted to on them and that's great because then they are my big talkers too so they start telling everybody you know hey she's doing this new therapy you got to try this out and you know one thing led to another and it it just kind of it flowed together now a lot of us Again, we leave purists. you know you take n k t one and like I said, that first night when it really hits you and it's something that you've been looking for and searching for, you know you and you and I have had that conversation before you'd said it was it was it you know you you took the class and you were like, "This is what I've been searching for <laughs> you know and when you when you find that, it's just it's kind of life altering and then all of a sudden you become a purist and you know, you think you need to only do NKT, you know, but that's that's not the case. And that's another thing that we um, have stated time and time again on the scholars page. It's another question that always comes up, you know, and, and people note that they get into a situation with MKT when they're first starting out and they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do and they, they panic because it's like their entire history of what they've learned, you know, what they're skilled at, just goes out the door. They they forget that they know, you know, that they've been effective for years and years with their clients or patients um, when something hits you that hard. And that's not the case. You know, David doesn't teach correctives. You know, he doesn't teach releases. You know, again, MKT is a, a concept, it's a theory, and he wants you to evolve it to fit what you're doing you know so i can <laughs> the relaxation aspect this is the biggest thing you know most people who gravitate towards mkt as massage therapists they're not really doing a whole lot of relaxation type massage anyway um they're more like me where they've been doing more orthopedic style more sports therapy um like the active that it's stretching and whatnot you know so they're used to being very active and it's a little easier to transition but like anybody else you know, there's there's still those people that they just want to relax. They just want to massage, you know. And I had a six month <laughs> a, a six month battle with that. Um, I was trying to do nothing but NKT. I was trying to be very strict with that. Um, all new clients were only getting NKT, and that was great. But so many of my past clients from back in the salon day when they first started seeing me you know they liked the blend of deep tissue and orthopedic and sports style massage that I had been doing and they wanted to keep doing that you know and I had a referral list a mile long of people that enjoyed that type of therapy and they wanted to continue that you know so I was basically you know biting off my own nose by saying no I'm not going to do that anymore you know, so I, I, like I said, it took about six months before I realized, hmm, something's got to change, and it's me. It's, it's I'm the one who has to change this. So what I started doing is, you know, the, my regulars started getting back on my schedule, the ones who just wanted that type of work, but what started happening was if they come in, and we all see them, you know, they have one shoulder up to their ear, <laughs> they have one hip that's super high up and they're, you know, swinging it around a little too much or, you know, you can just tell by the way they're holding their head, you know, the way they're sitting there and they're talking to you, their stance, you know, the way they move, you know, all these visual aspects that you're seeing when you're taking an intake and, excuse me, um, you know, you just, I started realizing I can still do NKT with these people, I'm just not going to be able to do it as much. You know, so that's when the quote-unquote sniper aspect comes in, you know, when you start looking at them. And I'd say, okay, so what's going to happen here is we're going to do this and this and this, you know. I said, but I'm really noticing that this is what you've got going on with the shoulder, so to speak. So I want to just try something out real quick. So what I started doing is doing the MKT first and (laughs) quote-unquote fix them. We're not supposed to fix people. Don't diagnose, don't fix. But... um, Getting them to a healthy state, as it were, and then continue with a regular massage. You know, the deep tissue, the, um, the myoskeletal, the neuromuscular therapy, you know, um, myofascial, whatever. Just moving along in the stuff that they were comfortable with. But I knew that I really helped them to start. And then at the end, I'd always say, well, you know, I'm going to check this again real quick just to make sure that we didn't, you know, find anything else that I should have seen first. So I would just go and recheck my work. You know, David's always saying too, challenge, challenge, challenge. And that was my level one um, Skype, was do not be afraid to challenge. And I took that to heart. So I have always (laughs) challenged a little bit more than needed. And I, by doing a full body, you know, deep tissue and adding so much other work into after NKT, for sure that's a challenge. But it gives them a taste and they're able to see. Oh, hey, my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. I didn't realize how bad it hurt until you touched it. You know, until you started focusing there, and you know that 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 really helps. You don't have to just go into it. You just have to get their toes in the water, basically, to gain their interest.
0: Definitely, definitely. That's 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 a great perspective. Awesome. Um, and while we were while you were talking, you you mentioned some of the techniques that you use. Um, can you just elaborate? What are some of the continuing education classes that you've taken in addition or previous to NKT that you still use and you find valuable?
1: Um, I took one of my, actually one of my very first courses ever was neuromuscular therapy, um, cervical. And that's fantastic, especially, you, you, I mean, we know how much in NKT, how much neck stuff is involved with everybody. The weight of the world is on our shoulders, right? You know, so the neck is so comprehensive with everybody. Um, so that that one was huge. Um, myoskeletal alignment with Eric Dalton, um, I really liked uh, basically not so much, <laughs> hope he doesn't hear this, not so much the technique, but the actual um assessment aspect that I I gained out of it, Um, how to read people a little bit more um, through their movement. Um, Let's see. Myofascial release. I was lucky enough. Yes, sir. Active isolated stretching. Um, That has actually blended beautifully with NKT, and I was lucky enough not to start AIS until after NKT. So that way... um, I didn't have to have a preconceived notion <laughs> that I had to follow a formula.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of people, um, a lot of that use NKT that also use AIS as well too. It seems to be a popular one mm-hmm. there. Definitely. Yes. Now how about now Practice. kind of kind of into my next question, which kind of goes with this sure. one, is um Again, and it was a little discussion with Kathy today, bringing up about you know like kind of what you were saying about you know not saying treat or diagnose that kind of thing. Um, in in where you're at, I know obviously every state's a little bit different. Um, you know what are you, what are you allowed to do and what can't you do? Are you allowed to prescribe exercise? You know what's what's how does that work?
1: Um, we're allowed to prescribe exercise if we have a CES or some kind of personal trainer um degree or certification whatever you want to call it um no offense to any personal trainers out there i'm just not sure what the terminology for that is but if we have the corrective exercise specialist um certification we can do that um otherwise uh in illinois we have a lot of educated guesses <laughs> and a lot of if i were in your shoes i would try <laughs>
0: right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it seems to be you a little area there. <laughs> definitely, be creative. Yeah. Now, now, so how about your background with exercise and stuff? Have you? T- I remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think you said you were. There was a class you were going to take. Um, Evan Ostar's class. Did you ever end up doing that?
1: Oh, uh, no. That is definitely something I had on my radar, and then um, it just it, it just fell through. It just did not happen for me. Didn't have the time for it. <laughs> Someday, maybe he is in my backyard. Hey.
0: Yeah, isn't he from Chicago? I know he's got some very interesting stuff. I, I love his book, and, yeah, I always thought it would be interesting to take a course from him as well. So, all right. Now, also, now you said you set up your own your own, your own own practice. Um, do you have other employees, other therapists working for you? Do they rent space from you? How does that work out?
1: Um, a little bit of both, actually. I don't have what's considered an actual employee. I do have one independent contractor um, that just isn't confident enough in order to – uh be a renter out of my facility because she um is there part time as well as another place part time so she uses her time between two different places um and then I do have one full on renter who started as an independent contractor, and as her uh business grew and grew, I finally told her i'm like you're you're better off as a renter, you will make more money <laughs> it's just better suited, so do it
0: <laughs> definitely cool and um now, how about you're, do you interact with any other healthcare professionals at all, like as far as a referral base do people refer to you? You have any relationships?
1: Um, yes, it, that's again that's a sticky situation. We have several chiropractors in town that um, we like to refer to, and who do like to refer to us. Um, but I'm also I'm outside of Chicago. I'm more of an, in a southwestern suburb, and basically um, there's a lot of education that still needs to be brought in the area that I'm in. I mean, we still have uh, um, interesting gentlemen that think we do things that we don't do <laughs> that walk in and try to schedule appointments. So,
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you think we're uh, way past that in this day and age, but nope. Still alive and well oh. apparently.
0: <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! That's funny. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about your your actual approach. You you uh, you have obviously a good background with assessment. You had mentioned the myoskeletal thing and and NKT. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and and you talked that you blend your stuff. And so, what you know, tell me, a new patient calls up, you know. Generally, do people come to you in pain or do they just call for a massage what you know what's your initial visit like?
1: um generally anymore most of my uh new clients are calling me because they are in pain you know they okay. they can't do this they can't do that you know they've with all you know the nine feet of snow we have outside right now you know they they shoveled <laughs> their driveway and woke up the next day and you know can't can't bend over their their back is screwed up, you know things like that so um generally that's the type of people that I see, and then I, I like to get them to, a, get them to a maintenance schedule where I might only see them once every three or four weeks after, you know, we've got them pretty well figured out.
0: Nice, nice. Now, how long is your uh, initial visit? And, um... Um,
1: any de- – It depends. You know what? It depends on what they want. Um, Usually it's it's anything from 30 minutes to an hour. I don't generally like to do an hour and a half. I think that's a little too much. Um, The first visit I would usually prefer an hour because I want a good history. I want to know why. I want to find out their entire life story. I mean, we've we've gone through that. Everybody knows we need as much history as possible in order to figure out what's going on. Um, So we do that and you know, I want to see them move. I want to know what what their limitations are. Um, I want to see, you know, I, I it hurts when I do this. I can't quite get to this position. You know, so I want to see where they are at that point and feel where they're at. You know, so I joke around that, you know, to them all the time. We're going to put the massage therapist and you know in the position of the pain. You know, so I'm I'm actually right there with them. right next to them trying to do whatever they're trying to do to see what I'm feeling pulling and you know whatnot trying to get myself in their shoes basically.
0: Excellent. And um, yeah so then your follow-up visits are they usually about the same amount of time or are they shorter periods of time? How do you you work that?
1: I can usually tell um, because I have been in practice for so long I can usually tell after the first appointment how much time I'm going to need which can be well, it sounds kind of egotistical. I apologize, but um, I can usually, like I said, I can usually tell if it's just this very specific thing going on. Then I might only get them in for minutes. Um, I do tend to tell everybody I like to see them once a week for four weeks, and then we'll go to every two week for four, you know, for four weeks, and then every three weeks until I can get them to a point where, like I said, they're, they're feeling good, they're moving well. Um, generally. I let my people know, too, and I, I believe it's on my website that if I haven't got them at least 85% better within the first five to six visits, I'm missing my mark, and I'm going to try and find them a different healthcare provider who can help us out a little bit. Nice.
0: I like that. Awesome. That's great. So, um, all right, well, let's let's talk about maybe a case or, um, you know, tell me, you know, I want to get in, inside your brain here on, on your, you know, your guy that comes in with lower back pain, you know, what is that? What do you do? What does your exam look like? How does that work? How does that work?
1: <laughs> a lower back pain? Um, yeah, let's talk depends. lower back. Sure. Um, if somebody's coming, that's a common one, right? Somebody's coming in with lower back pain. I want to find out, you know, what did you do? <laughs> did you wake up with it? Because I love it when people say, oh, I was fine, and then I woke up. And, you know, that's usually not the case. But, um, but um, I, I want to know what they can do. You know, let's see how far you can bend over. You know, does that hurt? I want to see if they're hip hinging at all or if it's all low lumbar spine. You know, then it's like, okay, well, we know the, one are the problems right here. Um, and like, you know, like I said, just, just anything that they've done in the last week, something, any different kind of exercise or whatever that they possibly could have done. And then, um, of course, I'm going to, I, al- I always check if it's an SI joint issue. You know, or if it's a rotation issue, um, by some orthopedic tests, and then I want to stabilize the back. You know, so I want to see multifidus generally. I, w- I want to see how that's working. Uh, isolated the left and right, um, kind of get that back line feeling a little more stable before I start checking into the core stuff. Obviously, as ENT periods we know that the core and the back, you know, that whole um, intrinsic system is is vital. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be checking that out.
0: Excellent, excellent. And um, you know, how about for homework? What does that typically look like for a a new patient on their first visit for low back pain? Oh,
1: see, it depends. Again, (laughs) you keep asking all these trick questions. Um. It really depends on how bad it is, you know, if they're to a point where, you know, their low back is feeling a little bit better, but they still can't get up, you know, for a a TBA test, you know, trying to get those legs up is still really causing them some pain, then I'm going to be, um, very light in what I'm going to give them for their homework, um, which I'm not allowed to give homework, but (laughs) if I was in their shoes, what I would suggest that they do, um i like the bird dogs uh even though that's so advanced um i usually will break it down for them or the uh the wall bugs you know trying to get some of that TVA strength you know doing a very very um regressed version of that um you know again it just depends on what they're presenting with in that portion but you know at the same time we all I've, I've said before on the page, that, on the scholars page, that we all post all these success stories and, um, you know, day in and day out, you know, we have so many people that, like I said, it's iliacus to soas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's kind of boring, so we put all the glamorous things on the scholars page, but um, it, it's case by case.
0: Definitely, well, so speaking of case-by-case case and, and, and maybe something more glamorous, why don't you um, share with us like uh, a, a recent case of yours that you thought was pretty interesting? Um,
1: that would have to be with the not diagnosing aspect of it. I had a, a long-time client that came in to see me, and she's one of those, does not want anything but as deep tissue as I can possibly do on her neck and back for an hour. It's been this way for years, and I can't get her to budge. Um, but she can, she comes walking in one day for an appointment, and she's in a panic because her shoulder hurts so bad. She can't figure out what's going on with it, and she's just miserable. So I said, okay, well, you know I'm not going to spend an hour on your neck and your back, right? I'm going to do something else, don't you? <laughs> she's like, yes, yes, do whatever, whatever you're doing now. Do that. So I kind of explained what I was going to do, and it turns out that her bicep tendon was just completely out. I mean, again, that's not very glamorous. It's so very common, but the glamorous part of it is the fact that she allowed me to do it. You know, like I said, this is a long-standing client that just was not interested in anything other than what she was comfortable with. And what happened was, um, I explained I'm like, well, this I'm feeling this. You know, so what I'm going to do is explain the process. And, uh you know, it turned out it was just a simple pec minor overactive, you know, yanking that right on over. And we got that back in place, and she walked out, she's like, oh, that feels so good. I'm like, that's fantastic, great, you know, take it easy. Well, as you know, and so many of us know too, you feel good, you don't think about, oh, yeah, I just kind of had something drastic happen to me not too long ago. She went water skiing about three days afterwards and kind of completely yanked out again, um so she called me in a panic and she came in for a little i said 15 minutes let's figure this out um i was like no charge i know what was going on i said but if it happens again i want you to go get it looked at because there's got to re- another reason why it keeps coming out you know I, I always joke around that i don't have mri goggles as much as i would love to those just don't exist probably couldn't afford them anyway but regardless she did end up having it yanked out again called me in a panic, and I said, go have it looked up. I said, you know, you can't tell them that your massage therapist said that this is what's going on because I'm not allowed to diagnose, but I told you this is what I'm feeling. You know, this is is what the assessment is showing. And she ended up going to the doctor who um, told her she needed physical therapy. And sure enough, the physical therapist said, oh, it's your bicep tendon, it's out. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so I just kind of had to, just kind of had to chuckle. You know, the we always get the the low man on the totem pole aspect that's going around these days, and uh, it was it was just kind of fun. She's like, so you were right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, regardless of the status on the totem pole, is when you start nailing diagnoses or 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 you know, best guesses. You know, people appreciate yeah. that, and you know okay. whether you help them or not, you send them to the right place, and they got you answer that you were giving them. That that speaks volumes, and and, and your, you know people will come back to you and refer their friends just based on that that one little thing. I, I see that all the time, and so I you know right. as I've said before, NKT has really you know m- helped me figure out. You know, geez, you know, not necessarily, not even that you have to make a diagnosis, but if something keeps coming back or something's not adding up and you're not able to figure out, there's a good chance there's probably something more severe going on. And that's, a, you know, exactly. that's kind of what you're. What, what you're saying there, you know, it's the same thing. That's why I said, Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't have to give it a name. You don't have to diagnose this. You just say, Hey, something's not not right here And N K T definitely gives you that confidence to real I mean, you know, look look what you just did. That was I mean that was pretty impressive. You knew exactly what was going on. You didn't panic. You weren't, you know, telling someone, Oh my God, you might need surgery you know, you knew what was going on and you got it <laughs> confirmed. I mean that that's awesome. I mean that, that, that's that's amazing and that's I mean I think that's kind of what Kathy was trying to you know, subtly say, you know, is that you, you know, people, you know, if you're not a, a medical or healthcare professional diagnos- diagnosing, but, you know, you can identify these things, and these are great points to make relationships with healthcare providers. You know, exactly. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a great time to open up lines of communication, and I'm starting to see that on, on my end too. Because believe me, I, I'm a chiropractor, so uh, I'm kind of on the low end of the totem pole as far as the health. Right. <laughs> So I know what you're right. talking about on, on that end, but it's an um, ongoing yeah. battle. So, yeah, you know it, it is an ongoing thing, and it is you know, but it is satisfying to help someone to help someone. Or in that case, you know, if if you see something out of the ordinary, and it's like you know what, I mean, I just had a girl the other day, she sent me an email saying I should have listened to a year ago when you told me that that my I had a labral tear in my hip. You know, she went a year mm-hmm. of going to orthopedic surgeons, medical, uh, other medical doctors. They all wanted to do surgery on her. She did. She did f- intense physical therapy. You know, nothing nice. was helping her. And I told her a year ago it was her her hip. And she finally <laughs> sent me an email. I was <laughs> listening to her a year ago.
1: But, um, Imagine how much pain she wouldn't be in at this point.
0: <laughs> exactly, it's crazy. But she ended up having her her, her labrum uh, fixed recently, and that's another process she's going through now. But, ugh, it's crazy. <laughs> but that, you know, again, as we've talked about before, NK, NKT is is awesome uh, in, in in that Great. regard um so Mm -hmm. you know obviously you've been given some great tips as it is um but i'd still like to hear some more so you have any any other tips that you give for new practitioners nkt practitioners out there
1: practice play with it see what works for you Uh, you know i have a lot of practitioners that do ask me questions and yeah how am i supposed to integrate this what what should you do well i can i can tell them until i'm blue in the face and tell them exactly what i do and what works for me but then somebody else is going to tell them you know well don't do anything other than this because you know then your, your chances of messing stuff up you know so you just have to figure it out for yourself you know if you have a long-standing you know clientele list not all of us have the um what's the word I'm looking for, um, the luxury to just completely redefine our practices, you know, or, or completely start over. You know, a lot of us have been in practice for a long time, you know, so there's a long client referral list that you're going to have to deal with. You know, it's a blessing because they're paying your bills, you know, and they're allowing you to do what you love. So You've got to make sure that you keep, those people happy while also nourishing what makes you happy you know so you got to just start playing around with it and seeing what's going to work for you what does you know the, you know the other thing like i said is don't panic don't forget that you have this clientele list because you're good at what you do you know, people have been coming to see you for you know years and years because you're the only person that, you know, they can connect with. You know, that right there is a very powerful thing is having that personal connection with somebody. You know, even if it is just completely professional, which majority of the cases it is, you know, complete professional relationship where they can trust that you don't want anything other than their, you know, best health. And being able to have that is huge. So, you know, remember and fall back on the fact that they trust you they're there for a reason and they've stuck with you through all of this so if you're new to nkt and all of a sudden you forget a test or you're you know you've looked through the book and you're like oh i don't know what i'm supposed to do i mean don't panic just say okay well be very honest and I'm going to try something else next time but right now let's go ahead and get you taken care of the rest you know the rest of the time um, with XYZ whatever you've been doing over the past few years you know and the third thing I can say is my biggest thing when I first started was I didn't want to have the book in session it's I felt like I was less of a professional if I had David's book <laughs> with me but I kinda of got over that very quickly, um, and ended up, you know, putting the book my this stomach here, hold this. <laughs> I'm gonna try this. You know, and they they got they got interested in it, you know, that they could see, you know, the wheels spinning. And I'm one of those people my clients laugh at me because I I'm one of those people that I conduct a symphony over the body. I literally will hum and I'll have my fingers connecting whatever, you know, chain, kinetic chain is going through my head above their body and they just all giggle they just uh, like okay you know that's the crazy massage therapist let her do her thing <laughs> you know but don't be shy to bring that book in and be honest with your clients and say hey i've got this really cool thing that i'm learning but i am just the student of nkt you don't have to leave that seminar being a rock star nkt because none of us <laughs> left that seminar knowing what was up you know, we took our time and paid our dues. So it's perfectly okay.
0: Yeah, that is true, and that is the biggest thing you see, especially with the type A people out there, is
1: they expect <laughs> to know
0: everything immediately, and, and and that's just not the case. You know, we're all, as you just said, we're all learning. I mean, even David's learning, you know, and, and, and that's yep. another huge thing with NKTs. We never say we have the answer for everything, you know. and, and Right. That's, uh, you know, with David even bringing in, uh, sponsoring the anatomy and motion seminar series, it's a whole different approach that complements what mm-hmm. we do, and it's pr- it's pretty ex- it's pretty exciting. So yeah, you know, take yeah. risks, practice, learn, don't be afraid. I mean, you you, you gotta mm-hmm. you just gotta do it, right? I think that's that's the, the right. bottom line for, for for new people, and that's what I did. I mean, I I mean, I had a busy practice, and I just dove in, and and still even today, there was something I couldn't figure out. And I was like, "All right, well, you know next time we'll see, we'll see we'll see where this takes us, but right now we're gonna focus on you know these three things we we found today, so yeah, you right know, it, it, but it, it
1: gets them excited, yes, you know your your patient, your client, then they're like, Oh, they come in next time, so what are we gonna try this time? You know, all of a sudden they they start getting excited with the game <laughs> yeah. they get involved.
0: Definitely no. They they definitely appreciate it, they, and they get they get excited, especially when you start finding stuff, and it, it, it's <laughs> a, it's an exciting experience on both ends. So, um, as we're winding down here, um, you know, we kind of skimmed a couple things. What classes that you have coming up that you're going to be taking? Anything in particular you got lined up?
1: I do, and that's what's funny is because again, there's a couple of us that we have become so NKT obsessed that. Um, everything that we take is to make us better NKT practitioners. Mm-hmm. You know, to hone our skills um, as NKTers. And uh, there, there are a couple of us that are secretly desiring that once NKT gets really huge, that we get to be lead instructors because you know, there's a, there's a lofty goal. <laughs> but um, I am next month. I'm taking restorative breathing with Lois Laney, and then. In April, the beginning of April, I'm I'm biting the bullet and I'm doing SFMA. Nice,
0: good stuff, excellent. Well, is that near you in Chicago, or is it? You have to travel. Yep. In Chicago. In oh, Chicago.
1: No, nope. I I got you know two home games this time.
0: Excellent, that works out well. Now I did notice that you posted something about kettlebells the other day. Is that something you're interested in?
1: I did I am. Um, I used to be, a uh, you know, long time weight loss issues and, um, I was really working out hard and I got to go weight and decided to pop out another kid, you know, that was just the way it worked out. <laughs> so I've gone on a four year hiatus and I started, uh, exercising again, just, uh, you know, I don't need to be skinny, but I need to be strong and I, I like feeling strong and I got back involved, um, um with my NKT brain, I was just doing too many correctives and realizing that, you know, oh, i got to modify this, and oh, that's that's just going to injure me, and no, I can't do that, and you know, oh, I'm compensating here, and it was just getting a little ridiculous, and I was discovering that I was not passionate about the same workouts anymore, um, so I decided uh, to go ahead. I'm going to try out kettlebells. There are no instructors right by me, um, which is unfortunate, but like I said, I am kind of in a smaller suburb <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Um, so I'm going to, at at the suggestion of some colleagues of ours, uh, I ordered Enter the Kettlebell, um, so I'm going to take a look at that, and basically the whole strength aspect of it, like I said, I I like to be strong, and I like to know I'm strong, and, um, (laughs) Kathy actually posted something not too long ago about a cannonball with a handle, and I just was like, hell yeah, (laughs) game on. (laughs) <laughs> that that got me.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: So we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, I think it's a perfect compliment to to NKT, and I've been incorporating it a little bit myself, and I, I love how I feel doing them, and, and I know I've been recommending it for my patients as well too, and they're getting great results. So, yeah, it, it, awesome. it's Good to hear thing. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting thing there. Excellent. Well, um, let's see. As we uh, wind down here well I want to thank you for uh, coming on tonight I greatly appreciate it it's uh, great to have the perspective of a, a massage therapist and like I said you know we spoke about before people are always asking me you know how do they incorporate it and I send them to you to mm-hmm. talk to because you know right. you, you've done <laughs> it you lived it and it's, it's great hearing your experiences and you know and again sometimes we forget how awesome our community is is that you know if you Mm -hmm. have a question whatever type of professional you are someone (laughs) has an answer for you you just need to reach out to the right person and and everyone loves to talk you know and help out Mm -hmm. and and everybody wants to teach because we all know that if you teach you're learning yourself so i that's always my advice is is reach out if you're a massage therapist reach out to Marissa, you know, ask her, she, lo- she loves that, <laughs> you know, ask her some questions, <laughs> she'll help you out, you know, and it's, it's great. You know, we, we want you to learn and, 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 and that's, the most wonderful thing about this environment. In fact, I I just have a new patient right now that's a chiropractor, and I was he found me through NKT, and he's interested in it. And that, I just had this exact conversation. How about we just want you guys to learn? So yes, you know, come on board, take our classes, and you know, take other classes, and that's great too. Bring your knowledge to the, to, to the game. But um, Marissa, I, I want to again thank you so much uh, for for joining me tonight. It was very educational. I'm, I'm sure uh, a lot of people um, got a lot of good information out of this tonight. Um, so again, th- uh, thanks for joining me. And um, I just want to point out me. one more thing. Uh, you're welcome. And I just want to point out one thing. Our next uh, po- my next podcast will possibly feature Joel Crandall. I'm very excited to talk to Mr. Hyoid about his approach and get inside his brain. Uh, but a lot of great things going on in the n k t universe make sure you take out take a look at our course uh schedule um Marissa, you have a website by the way you want to um you want people to take a look at
1: uh sure it's uh two rivers dot com
0: yeah and if you're in chicago and you're in your uh the, do NKT or you're interested, feel free to contact her. Uh, You know, once you take the class, they have a great study group going on there. Um, So, again, please uh, reach out. And, again, thank you for joining us tonight. Until next time, this is Eric Nelson, and uh, we'll see you soon.